As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Be the best and you got to pay a little price. If you want it bad enough, you got to do a little extra things to get it. Welcome to the 11 Personnel Podcast, your favorite Rams podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Rodriguez, and with me this week, my fabulous guest co-host, Erica Tamposi, a.k.a. Ricky Hollywood. Erica? How we doing? (laughs) Hey, what's up? I wasn't sure if I screwed up the pause already. I was like, oh no, this is like such, such pressure right off the top. I know, and I always, so we're on Zoom. You guys can't see us, but we can see each other. And we're on Zoom, and I always try to warn people, it does look pretty extra when I'm going through the intro. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I scoot closer to the microphone. I make I make that weird wait-for-it face, you know, as, as we're waiting through the pause. So, um, you know, I'm sorry you had to endure that, but I guess it's like a, a christening of sorts for you no. to the Rams beat. <laughs> yeah, this is, this, I couldn't imagine it any other way. Like, this is, this is the best. What an honor. <laughs> so for people who don't know Erica, and you should, and you should be following her on Twitter and all socials, because she's already cranking out some sweet content for the Rams. You just joined the Los Angeles Rams, but illustrious career before that. I know you from the Around the NFL podcast, of which I'm a huge fan um, and listen to uh, avidly. I don't actually think I've ever missed an episode, frankly. But Whoa. Don't, don't tell those guys that because, you know, sometimes we got to keep. Yeah, it goes right to keep their them, head. Yeah, I got to keep the egos in check a little bit, I think. Um, but. So tell me a little bit about your background. And then also, um, I think people are curious, too, about how this huge life change um, came about for you in in Los Angeles. Jeez. So, I mean, I'll give you the high level background. So I went I'm from New England and sorry. And I, um, (laughs) you know, I went to school, got a film slash communications degree at the University of New Hampshire. Wasn't really a film school. So whenever, you know companies or, you know, ESPN would come by, Kenny Main needs a production assistant. It's like, well, we don't really have a film program, but here's Erica. So I would go be a PA. I did MTV shoots and I, I really wanted to be a director. So that was my my goal. And I was like, I'm going to direct things. I'm going to Hollywood. And that's sort of where the name Ricky Hollywood came out of because Eric uh, and people just started calling me Ricky. And then they would almost tease me like, oh, Ricky Hollywood thinks she's going to go to Hollywood. And I was like, I'll show you. 
Um, so I went and my first job was on the TV show Justified on FX. And I was a production assistant and post-production and then just started moving my way up through the post world, which I was like, okay, maybe I can, you know, hop, skip and jump over this way. And, you know, everyone has their different path. And then I worked on, you know, Drunk History, um, which I was actually in an episode of that. Derek, let me be in an episode, which was awesome. <laughs> um, not not the drinking one, just like a like a. You know, oh sure, sure. We'll, we'll be the judge of that. We'll I was that. I was drunk during it, but I wasn't the narrator. <laughs> um, and then I did um, Mr. Robot season one, which was my which was my my favorite thing on my resume. And then um, I was working on a J Lo show, uh, her dance show. And so this is when the NFL kind of called. So for those that don't know, that type of work is gig work. So it's like, here's this first season. It's going to take us about eight months. Then you have a job and then you don't. And so I was just like on a TV show, then off, then three months off, three, and then just like totally grinding. I was like waitressing in between and just trying to figure out like what the heck I was going to do with my life in between. And so there was a Netflix show that called, but it was still in post-production. So like the higher up you get in post, that doesn't mean you're like an editor. It means you're like scheduling the editors and doing color correction. And it's like, it, no offense, it's like super boring. And Not, not super Hollywood, but also yeah. very super Hollywood. Yeah. Right. So I was just very much like, oh my God, this is brutal. And so I was like, do I keep doing that for a Netflix show? And then someone was like, hey, like, I know someone at the NFL, they're looking for a producer, like, why don't you head in and and go? And I'm like, okay, well, like, I love football. It's my favorite sport. Um, Sorry, again, I'm a diehard Patriots fan. (laughs) So I was just very much like, okay, this could be cool. And I go in to uh, my former boss's office. And he's like, yeah, so it's a producer role for podcasts. And I was like, for what? (laughs) It's like, what are you talking about? Like, was blown away. Like, I was like, that wasn't on the job description. Like, I've never, I don't even listen to podcasts. Like, I obviously do now, but this was six years <laughs> this ago. This one especially, you know. Right. Was, yeah, this one. No, this yeah. one, I've been listening for the 15 <laughs> years that you guys have been doing it. It was amazing. <laughs> like, you guys are storied. In never the missed an episode. Never, never missed an episode. episode. Die hard. Yeah. Die hard fan. <laughs> die hard. I, I found it so crazy that when you were in Carolina, you were still doing a Rams podcast. Like, I just, Jordan, you're, you're, you work <laughs> Actually, so hard. what people really <laughs> don't know is so I'm a twin and what actually happened the way she came out of the womb first was she just got annoyed because I was podcasting from the womb so she was like I have to get the hell out of here exactly this is too much for me who does podcasts and then podcast got popular so I had the last laugh obviously right right for sure for sure yeah long story short I go I'm I'm stuck with the around the NFL boys um, and then the, the rest is sort of history. Um, and it is funny because like in all my interviews with the Rams over, over the years, plural actually, which is pretty cool. Um, I have always been like, do I have to stop tweeting about the Patriots? Like what are, what, what are the rules here? And they're like, well, we like kind of wish you wouldn't be like so crazy and vocal about it. But, like, I was like, yeah, but, like, Rams, it's, like, different conference, totally other side of the country. Like, we can be all cool. Like, we can be one family, right? And they're like, "Uh, Erica, can you just stop being so crazy? Because I literally tweet, like, the most ridiculous things that I definitely need to probably scale back a little bit now. (laughs) But I think you you very much, like, hit the scene with Rams niche specifically with that amazing video you made before the Super Bowl, which I was such a fan of because you had that epic 
specific line about the local coffee shops and you're at a, and you're at a Starbucks, which yeah. is like again very Hollywood. So yeah, love so, that. So I think you sort of like people already obviously knew of you and knew your work, and you have so many fans everywhere, not just from the Rams or probably just from the Patriots, from all over because of your work on ATN and, and probably in the biz as well from your work in the biz the biz the biz and so (laughs) i just think it's so interesting how your path sort of converged into this where so many people i mean you kind of are a connector in many ways because so many people along your way have stayed with you and now you're here in this space and so i'm kind of wondering not to put you on the spot here but kind of wondering like how you navigate that because you are now somebody who people are 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 stayed have stuck with you, people are are tracking what you put out there and it is rams yes but how do you keep people drawn in and how do you keep people connected as a creator um when you when you have such a diverse background yeah i mean i do a weekly podcast podcast all i do is freaking pro- podcast it's like that does not make sense it does not I make said, sense and then i was like hey want to be on my podcast no that's but i'm just <laughs> it's so funny because like six years ago like i literally probably couldn't even spell podcast because i was like what is that is that is this a new thing like i have no idea but i do one with uh comedian anthony jesselnick who is like a, a different branch of so i have followers from from the comedy scene i have patriots followers and let me be clear like if you're listening to this and you're like okay it's been you know six minutes and all i've heard is her talk about the patriots like let me be clear like i love this rams team i love the rams i love the organization i am so incredibly humbled and blessed and just like every day i'm waking up and i want to pinch myself and just be like is this real life like is this real they're letting me put out an intro video of me saying let's ram it and then like (laughs) eating you know grass essentially to like fall like they're allowing me to do this stuff and i feel so so amazing but as far as like I've told, you know, of course, they're my my close friends back home. You know, they have used the word traitor and they have called me <laughs> stuff like that. But, you know, it's all in jest. They, they love me and, and it's fine. And I think that with football fans and I think, listen, you're, my followers and my people that enjoy my content, I don't think necessarily they're coming to me. I can talk about, you know, the X's and O's all day if we want to, but I think that they like to come to see like this is a fun angle of football and I really love the sport and I love these players and I love all of the stuff that surrounds these players and the teams. Um, and so like my interest in these teams is is not only, hey, they're winning, they're losing or look at who's playing on the on the, you know, the second string during training camp. Like that's sort of interesting. Like I can watch that that sort of stuff. But like I think a video of me, and if you're a Patriots fan, this is, you know, this is a um, athletic exclusive here. Oh, shit. So here we go. I haven't <laughs> filmed it yet, but I really want to film the boys at training camp and then me putting on a helmet, being like, I'm ready. And then them someone saying, like, you're not, like, on the team, like, your content, <laughs> like, you're not on the team. Because, like, you can be a Patriots fan and find that funny, you know? Yeah. Like, that's – you can You, you can not be, know football and find that funny. Yeah. Right. You can totally – like, a hate comment is a comment. I will take them. You can comment cringe all you want. Like, get that engagement up. Like, I am okay <laughs> with it. Like, that is fine. You're watching it, you know? So I guess that's, like, a roundabout answer of just saying, like, I don't necessarily – 
believe that if you're not a Rams fan that you can't like the content that that I'm doing. I mean, I wore a ring pop to the ring ceremony. Like that's Which I loved. what I do. <laughs> and and I definitely I want to ask you about that. Like just because you're learning, you're you know, you're meeting all of these new people and everything and so I want to get to that in a minute, but I loved what you said about cuz you you kind of touched on this thing, you know, you love football. I've known this about you. Again, I don't think I've missed an ATN <laughs> episode. Like I've known this about you forever. Um, and when th- those guys and yourself, you you reached out and those guys had me on. I was like, nice to see you guys, but I really am like a huge fan of Erica. <laughs> and so, and so, Your check is in the mail. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so when you know that shines through, and I think that's the first thing that sort of just smacks you in the face about this culture because I came over a couple years ago from another team and like that smacks you in the face is like if you love football you fit in and it's not even just fitting in if you love football you have something to contribute and I think that that's that's if if you're going to pare everything about this space down all of the things that they're doing on the media side creatively which you'll be a huge part of and are a huge part of and then all of the things that they're doing on the field creatively and quite literally changing the, the, the shape of the league in many ways, you know, that's it. You take all of that away. And that one heartbeat that's still there is if you love football, you have something to contribute to this space. And that goes for every part of the organization. And so it's no wonder to me why you're able to bridge those connections so so easily and then have so far. I mean, you made quite a splash that ring pop. <laughs> the ring pot video. Okay, take us through the. Let's get the director's cut a little okay. bit of that. Cause okay. Because also like because so non. You know, here I'm going to sound like a little bit sour. I'm not. I'm not. Mm. But so no non, media was non team media. Yes, no, correct. But, but you know I'm not. I'm not sour. I had a nice night off. It was great. You know, <laughs> cherish those times before camp. I um, thought about texting you and being like, "Hey, I got a quick peek at this ring before anyone got it," and then sending you <laughs> sending a picture of my ring pop. But am I allowed to swear? Yeah, you're allowed to swear. I feel this like I would have. I would have got just a big like "fuck you, yeah. Erica" back. So I was like, I'll just let her like have her night. I would have sent you a picture back of my dog doing his judgy face, which he throws out there quite. <laughs> that would have been nicer, and, yeah. and then I would have not as felt as bad. So. <laughs> but it's so it's so cool that you got to see you know kind of peel back the curtain on how these guys are around each other and see a little bit um, you know on the ground of what that relationship was last year and what that camaraderie was before they, um, to quote literally everybody since camp open, turned the page. So right. what, what was that like for you? Well, it was, so I joined technically the Rams July 1st. So July, I took like the month of June off and was just kind of relaxing and did a little traveling. Um, and then J- July 1st, but then it was like a week off. So it was like quasi not there. So then I, I've, I'd only been in the office for two weeks and we worked on the video. We shot that and then we were planning to drop it the day like before the ring ceremony. So then they were like, Erica, come to the ring ceremony. And I'm like, okay, am I going to be doing interviews on the red carpet as player rides? They're like, no, just we want you there. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> like this is great. <laughs> so then I was like feeling like, you know, I'm, I, Maybe to you know, not a not a necessarily good thing. I don't really struggle normally in social situations, but it's their night. It's the employees' night that are we're celebrating and working so hard. So I did sort of feel like the new kid at school that like didn't really have friends. Um, like I had, knew everybody and would be talking in pockets and and here and there. But then I'd also be like, all right, I'll just take my champagne and shimmy over here and like stay <laughs> out of the way and whatever. So then I was thinking like, okay everybody that's there is getting a ring. Here I am, like, 
a week in and I get to go and be a part of this when media can't go. I was like, what is something that I can do that'll be fun, that the players will like, and then we can sort of connect on that. Um, And so I went to Target, got a huge big bag of ring pops because they don't sell them individually anymore. So I I have some if you want want any. I have so many. Um, Found the blue ones and then like just tucked them into the purse. And I was like, if I need it, that's my little fallback. (laughs) <laughs> and then, um, so I'm walking around and finally, you know, everyone's opening their rings and everyone's excited. And then I was like, all right, now's the time to to throw throw the ring pop on and get some great reactions. And I have this video of when Aaron Donald saw it, like laughing so hard because he <laughs> thought it, like everyone was just going up and like putting their rings together and like that was just sort of like, look at this, look at this. And so when I like, was going up with like the DJ playing and everyone's feeling, I'd like throw my hand up with the ring pop. Like people were just like losing it because they weren't expecting it, <laughs> which was which was awesome. And so um, I was just super excited. But yeah, to see the team together like that and, you know, Von Miller was there, Robert Woods was there and to see everybody celebrating together it was it was one of those like pinch me moments too where not only am i standing here right now when i don't don't not necessarily shouldn't be but i did sort of feel that like oh my god am i intruding on anything this is just such a special moment for this team and for the organization um and it was just like just good like the best vibes all around and who wouldn't be excited at their at their ring ceremony you know and and unfortunately um for me it you know that's my first one so hopefully there'll <laughs> be more to go to so i don't really have a lot to compare it to but just to see everybody together and and celebrating it was just uh, just a phenomenal night yeah the um the thing about that video too is you almost couldn't help when you're watching it when guys are laughing, it's that pure surprise, like organic, like joy of seeing that somebody's literally holding up a ring pop and <laughs> dapping it to their ring. Like it, 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 the Aaron Donald part, you did put in part of it where he was just like losing his shit laughing. Yeah, exactly. And it was so organic and people, a, a lot of times, and I talk to uh, people in the organization about this all the time. It's, it's like, these guys wear helmets on the field on on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays and sometimes Saturdays and or Tuesdays or Tuesdays. Oh my God! <laughs> Don't remind me. I'm still know, recovering right? from last season. Jeez. My God! Um, and and they wear helmets at you know at, through a large portion of training camp that is open to fans. And so peeling back those layers and that's what I love about my job personally. It's obviously in a different space, but I love being able to showcase who people are because everyone and it, you could parachute into any team and and find some really great people and really really great stories but there has been something about this group and, and you know knowing from being other places like th- there has been something about this group where there's almost like a willingness and a want to show those little tidbits those little morsels of personality and I'm hoping you know as we kind of move into this new, whatever this new world looks like in terms of how the the organization moves forward after, you know, winning the big one, it's going to be really interesting to see too that all of the dynamics and all of the character and all of the people who um, kind of like pivot toward what's next. And I think that's fascinating, but, but with those moments of levity, you really see who, what people are really like. And you got, I told you this yesterday when I saw you at camp, I was like, you got Sean McVay to like smile 
and laugh at you like with that, you know, like you came up to him in his space and like he he was like looked like a kid in a candy store, no pun intended. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I do kind of wonder about people being like, who the hell is this chick? Like walking around with all the players with her with her ring pop. Um but you can't get mad at a ring pop. Like No, you, you can't, can't can't get mad at a ring pop. It, that's what that's the subtle genius of it. It's like you're instantly delighted by it so it doesn't matter what situation now if you were going to come come in the locker room with that thing after a loss i would be curious to see yeah the psychology probably wouldn't of it. end uh <laughs> i don't think it would be as many smiles or, or you might not. you might though people might be like you know what it's actually fine <laughs> exactly like you know i i just love um yeah like like you said just that sort of catching you when you're at a moment of joy already where it was like nothing could could go wrong um, and it was, it was just, yeah, just sweet, sweet as candy. <laughs> yeah, <I went> there. <laughs> nice one. Nice one. We love, pun- <laughs> we love, uh, horrible puns on this podcast. Yes. By the way. Yeah. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily with 24 seven us based live customer service from discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Victorinox, the makers of the original Swiss Army Knife, have been a reliable companion for life's everyday challenges, mastering functionality, innovation, iconic design, and uncompromising quality with its products. The Victorinox Swiss Army Knife provides you with all the things you don't think about until you need it. Tweezers, a screwdriver, and even a corkscrew. With the Victorinox Swiss Army Knife, you can be prepared to master everyday life. You can find Victorinox Swiss Army Knives at Dick's Sporting Goods. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, so again, to quote everybody that's been on the podium for the last uh, couple of days, to turn the page. Um, yes. So first day at camp yesterday, obviously a couple of uh, minorish, minor, semi-major news items in that Matthew Stafford's throwing again mm-hmm. um, publicly. He has been throwing since the the end of OTAs and ramping up, and um, Jalen Ramsey not going on the pup list. Uh, doctors able to clear him for installation work, so he doesn't have to work on the side. Um, and you know, a couple guys on pup Kyron Williams should be cleared by the, you know, the, the middle of the preseason ish, um, in, in my sense. But other than that, other than kind of like the, the tidbits that trickle out when guys report, I'm curious about storylines that you're following, that you're tracking. Um, and, and I have a few thoughts of my own as well. 
Yeah, I am um, super fascinated with Bobby Wagner, how he is sort of fitting in. I saw him um, walking out yesterday of the locker room, and then him and Cooper Cup actually stopped and talked for a little bit. So I, I am sort of, and I, I'm very interested in the in the human piece of all of this too. So it's like coming to a new place. Same with Allen Robinson, which I think Stafford mentioned it at the podium as well. It's like, or maybe it was McVeigh saying that like you, he's in a new place, but this isn't a new thing for him. Um, so I find it super interesting watching sort of those dynamics and seeing who really is because we've all we've all seen players that are like, yeah, they're great, but you know that they sort of don't have that connection. And so watching that sort of build in real time, um, last night I was at dinner and I was um, I saw Bobby Wagner and I think it was Ramsey and a few other guys. They were walking to to another dinner place. So they're going to dinner together. Um, I don't know if that's like breaking rules to say that. No, that's that's like the best part of camp is guys all get to have these nice dinners in Newport Beach together. Like, right. It's, and it's, so I was like, trying yeah. to see like where they were going. And I was just like, that would have been really interesting. But my view was blocked. And like if I was a real journalist, which I'm not at all, I'm literally <laughs> just a wise ass content creator. Um, I have no journalistic background whatsoever. Like I, like I said, probably couldn't spell podcast. Um, that, that's a joke, by the way. Um, but I should have gotten up and kind of tucked around the bushes and like really kind of reported on was it PF Chang's? Like where were they going to somewhere nice? Were they doing a steakhouse? Like that? I, I really, you know what? I'm gonna take this time to publicly apologize. What what you're describing isn't so much journalism as it is light stalking. Oh, so, okay, right. Yeah. So maybe. So maybe I think I you're okay. <laughs> I think you're. I think yeah. you're okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? I, I I think the public deserves to know that type of information. So, I got to do what I got to do. You know. <laughs> well, knowing you, you'll figure out a way to do it in a super creative way too. Like, <laughs> pop up. Erica in the bushes. Pop up out of do the um the '90s sitcom. You're underneath the silver serving dish, and it's your mm, head. It's your yes. head with your phone, and you're filming their reaction of you know the yeah. '90s. Yeah. That or 90s. like just dress up as a waiter and like just try to get into like their table and just sort of be that waiter that hangs around a little the too much. Waiter. <laughs> where I'm just like everything okay? They're like yes, like everything is fine. But I'm just like okay, like fly on the wall, try to listen to the conversations, try to get some more <laughs> info out that way. You know, that that would be good, too. Because I'm curious in what they eat, too, you know? These are it's all like, ideas. Yeah, these are all ideas. It, yeah. Not all ideas are going to, um, you know, make the cut here. You guys, this is just a sounding board. This is a spitball sesh. Spitball sesh. <laughs> yeah, know. just to brainstorm, you know. Any ideas, let me know. Happy, happy to uh, try them out. <laughs> yeah, and I think – that's that's the interesting thing. When I was when I've been watching Alan through the spring, and first of all, it you could tell it means a lot to teammates that they were at all the voluntary stuff. Um, a couple of guys went out of their way to kind of shout them out for that. Actually, like some of the younger guys that Bobby Wagner and Alan Robinson, as experienced as they are, and you know, vets. It's it's I, I'm never a person who's like this person wasn't in attendance today, so right. They're bad, you know. It's like right, for sure. Well, it's voluntary, so for me, it's like you know, balance it with your family and all that stuff. But those guys being there, and Alan Robinson was kind of um, describing like going into hermit mode a little bit. They were like, um, you know, have you gone and enjoyed the city? Like, you know, we're we're on a Zoom with him at that period of time in the spring, and like, have you gone out and enjoyed the city? No, I usually am just like go to practice and 
watch film and I'm really trying to get in my playbook and and like but he's not just saying it it's not the trope it's like right he, he's literally living this like he was asking you know he, oh but are you gonna ca- maybe catch a baseball game or anything yeah you know I might I might go see like maybe the angels or something so that's how you know he hasn't <laughs> he's like not even anywhere. aware of yeah. like what <laughs> is like, going no, on no 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 Dodgers town. No, 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 no. Like, no, I, I yeah. feel that. I mean, when I was yeah. coming to the Rams, I stayed up reading all of your pieces and binging this podcast. So, th- and I texted you. I was like, thank God for you. <laughs> and I said, I'm so sorry you had to endure that. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. You just, you know so much and you're such a prolific writer that like it makes me, I, I was practicing spelling out the word podcast after reading your stuff because I was like, I can be like Jordan one day. It's like the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Honestly. No, you are incredible. When you like, that's why when we were like, the ATN was like, "Oh, who should we talk to about the Rams?" I was like, "Oh my God, Jordan is like the smartest person I've ever read. I we need her on right now." Ah, oh, that's so nice. I think I mean too, it. I I just think it's it's so interesting. Like, like you said, these new these new guys who are not necessarily new, and if when I'm watching Allen, like he looks like he could go tomorrow. Right. He does not look like this is his first year in, in the offense. And people, I think, on the outside, you know, this is a time of year where everyone's sort of drumming up, like, you know, the the takes and all that stuff. and Think pieces and, and all that, yeah. And overreacting probably a little bit to training camp. And I, I usually really try to stay away from overreactions, especially this time of year. But, you know, watching him all through the spring and all through the, you know, this onboarding period, I'm sitting, I mean, I think people are going to be really blown away by him this year. And and yesterday, just, you know, seeing him in those 11-11s and Stafford actually throwing yesterday, I mean, what were your impressions of him? And then obviously, you know, I love that note about Cooper and Bobby. They they kind of like try to stretch together sometimes too. Yeah, yeah. It's just cool. Like those little details I know you love so just, much. It's it's awesome just to see it. And I think even when you're seeing Stafford throw and you're seeing, you know, Alan in there and the, it just, it felt good. And I wish I had more of a, of a necessary football take, but I think you, you nailed it where it's just like they look good. They look like they've been putting in the work. It doesn't look like he's stepping on the field for the first time, like trying to figure out um, schemes or play the, any of the play. It just, it felt first nature. And, you know, I, he's never going to say it, but it must feel nice for him too. You know what I mean? Coming from the Bears and, and the situation that he's been in, I, I think it must be, it, it must, once again, I'll use that term, like sort of like a pinch me moment. Like, look at this team. Look at how McVeigh runs practices. Look at this coaching staff. Look at everything that this organi- organization symbolizes and then puts into action when they're actually on the field. Yesterday was day one, and it felt like they had all been together as a group going through things for, for months. Like, it just, the offseason just totally, you know, we turned the page essentially, but it felt like there was no time in between. And that was only day one. I can't even, like, I think it's going to be such a good groove. And like they said, they're going to just keep building these blocks and, and putting more and more into it. And I, I just, like, I can't wait to see this this team when it's all together and really running things. Well, and it's, it they're, as I mentioned last year when talking to all you guys, they're darkly chaotic at times. And I think they thrive in that chaos. Like, I think they almost crave it or need it because it's an all-out, it means all-out sprint. And right. you can tell just even from the way that they run practice. I mean, hell, Sean McVay is one of those like hard on your sleeve play callers where you could see his personality through how he's calling a game. And that's to me, that's super organic and rare. You don't 
always get that. Sometimes you do see people who hold that section of the game a little bit at arm's length while going through it and, and looking at it from an, a like sort of bird's eye tactical view instead of like being it and living it. Right. You can even see now how much they've gone tempo and will go tempo over the last two years now that Matthew Stafford's the quarterback. Like you're sitting there and you're like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm physically anxious right now watching, right. but in a way that's productive, like, because it's, they're all out sprinting all the time. And then this K, you know, I think that they sort of thrive on this. You know, I think they're hoping that they don't have as chaotic a year as they did last year, I know, other right? than the end of it, which was great. But at the same time, it almost is like they, they seek that change and they seek that, that catalyst. And you can see it when you're watching the way that they script practices and the way that they run it. It's, urgency everywhere and you and then you see you like oh that's a direct result of sean mcveigh and sort of his brain and all of the uh the dark corners of what, what's exactly. going on in that thing yeah <laughs> exactly and i mean the it's the off season right so yeah. you're looking at and and i i come from nfl network so sort of switching from this macro to more of a micro view has has been a little bit of of it trips me up because i'm I'm, and I'm sure you follow all the other teams closely too as well, but it just – it feels like everybody with all the trades that were made and all the stuff that's going on with the Dolphins and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, that team could be pretty good. And then, you know, Kyler Murray signs his extension and then all of a sudden it's like he's feeling good and other pieces are coming together, you know, which in the division, of course. But I'm when it's training camp and when it's the off season, like – everybody looks good or everybody looks like on paper, like they've made improvements or they've added these pieces and it feels really good. And I'm bringing this up to say that this team though, you know, the Rams watching them in this space and all these star powers that they have, but it's, it's not even the stars. It's like everybody is in lockstep during these practices. And, and once again, it was day one. Yeah. Like it just felt really good. And of course, it's the off season and, and, and not not anymore. It's training camp. But of course, we're, we're not playing games yet. So once that starts to happen, you know, the, the parody will split up a little bit more and you'll be able to see who's who. Um, but I, I just it just gets me super excited. And I think seeing this all in, in you know, in the flesh every day. It's just getting me more and more pumped for the season. Yeah, you're going to be like, uh, like quite literally like vibrating as <laughs> the season. You're like, if you're this amped up now, by the time we get to October, you're going to be like levitating as you walk down. I the hope way. I make it. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to limit my coffee maybe, maybe to one a day. I've been doing a couple a day, but I think I just like something in my hands. Yeah. So I'm just like sipping coffee when it probably should be water for my, you know, hydration. But uh, we'll see. We'll see if I make it. Knock on wood. I think like so it, it's so my my job is supposed I'm supposed to be skeptical a lot of times like that's part of it. You you mm-hmm. are you, you look picking at, apart. Yeah, it you stuff. pick things yeah. and pull it threads and and then you have to have this natural skepticism of process and people and all of that because you're trying to figure out, you know, what could be underneath what's real and all this stuff. And I always tell people that with that, all of that, it doesn't get old to me knowing that what I'm looking at exactly what you said that is that is real that's not oh I've I've started drinking you know the the team Gatorade and now you know I'm like you know, you know it's it's right. not that and I I sort of was echoing this all through last year because it's easy to be skeptical of a team that on the outside looks the way that it does and does the things that it does right. but it's when people do come in and they see what it really looks like when they're all sort of on the ground level together and they're all sharing the same space and interacting with each other. 
that's the real stuff. And that's what I always try to tell people. I'm like, I'm not bullshitting you on this. Like this is, I'm writing this because it's real and it's, it's actually happening. It exists. It's tangible. And I think that that it, it helps to have like kind of how we started this entire conversation. It probably helps to have all of the life perspectives, all of the different spaces that you've existed in to really know what is unique about this one in particular. Um, and I know that everyone, first of all, I was getting texts about them acquiring you. So <laughs> you, you're the, you're the big uh, superstar acquisition of the summer yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so far until, and this is, I say this to send everyone into a panic again, but until OBJ resigns, of course, um, right. <laughs> and that'll overshadow a little bit, but yeah, and I think, you know, th- this is something where I'm excited to see, especially not just your content, but especially like kind of what you uncover. Like, I love the little details of those videos. Like I, like I said, the details that you were able to find even in a 30 second, one minute long, you know, reel on Instagram, it, it was like, that's that's what it is. And that's what I like to find and I like to see. And I think that with that and all of the other projects, I'm sure you'll be immersed. And I know people are going to be um, really, really excited. And I want to make sure everyone is following you on Twitter, making sure that they know where to find you in all of your various platforms. Yeah. So it's just at Erica Tamposi. It gets a little confusing because I got a couple of names that I answer to. I, um, I love the Ricky Hollywood one. Like, yeah, that's I ans- it's I mean, fun to I, say. Yeah. Full blown answer to it. Like, we'll turn my head. There's someone on the video team named Ricky. There's also someone named Erica at the Rams. So my head is like doing 360s all, <laughs> all the time. It, we're going to have to work it out or, or, you know, come up with some sort of signaling. Um, but yeah, I, thank you for, thank you for saying that. That's so nice. I'm, I'm really excited to, to do, to get to do this. And there was talk about me joining last season, um, right before the season started and I didn't end up doing it and really kicking myself for that. You wouldn't have had a ring pop at that point. I know, I know. But then I wouldn't have had that amazing ring pop content. So everything happens for, happens true, for a reason. True. <laughs> um, and you know, you know this, isn't it just bullshit being a woman like I don't want that to be my lens either like I really want people to know that like yeah I do I love comedy that's my first love like I love making people laugh I love finding these human elements of it but like just because I'm not breaking down you know schemes and all this kind of stuff all the time which the Rams didn't hire me for they hired me to produce content for them that's going to engage with fans but I, I you know around the NFL listeners a lot of them are really diehard fans and just such as just, myself yeah exactly <laughs> but a lot of them do not like me just because I'm a woman and I've checked out Reddit and stuff since I've left. And they're like, oh, the show has gone up so much now that they have a male producer. Just even stuff with like sound quality and editing where it's like, um, Justin's been editing and posting it for me for over a year. So jokes on you. I haven't touched the edit. and Like just stuff like that that people automatically assume. And so the, the once again, reasons why I bring this up is that I love the opportunity and I love how diverse this team is and the organization, like everyone working there, I cannot say enough good things about. And I think that it's, I'm so lucky to be a part of this team, but I love football and I love this team and I love the sport. And so my lens is going to be different than yours, Jordan. You are, like I said, the smartest football writer. Like you, I just love what you do. I am not that and I'm not going to ever be that. And so 
when you when people come and start looking at me and looking at my stuff, it's gonna it's gonna be different. It's gonna be a different lens, and it and it doesn't need to. Oh, it, Erica's doing funny stuff so that girls like it too. It's like get out of here with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like have fun, and if you can get your X's and O's, you can get. We can chat ball, but we you can also laugh and see some other sides of these players, and I, and I hope that resonates with with my stuff. Yeah, I think what you're gonna be doing and what your effort is is to provide a complete picture of who these guys are as whole people. And that is, yes, there is football that relates to that. They do the football for the living, but (laughs) it's, and they love it and you love it. And that shines through so clearly. I mean, anytime anyone sees anything you do, um, not just, you know, hearing you talk about it, but at the same time, like there is a, a human balance to find too. And that's something that does connect with such a broad group of people. And I, I do have to say, um, like something I really appreciate about this fan base is nobody even blinked when I came in and started covering the team. Like I got, you know, a couple of weird messages, but like <laughs> other than that, like, and and so I think that is something I'm super super proud of this fan base for. And I know several thousand of them will be listening to this and and I'm so proud of you guys for being so open to, you know, different types of coverage and people who are so passionate about what they do and create things. And again, at the core, it's like, we just freaking love football and at the core of it, that's what it is. And that's why we can all connect to each other so well. And this fan base has been um, so great, such a gift because it's still growing. It's still finding itself and, and figuring out it's, it's, you know, personality after a long time away. And I think that, um, it's doing so in a lot of ways in a very positive way. And, and so I know that, um, I know that 11 personnel listeners already love you, are going to love you. I know that this fan base as a whole, um, is just so stoked and receptive, um, to have somebody who, you know, doesn't look like the stereotypical person covering football, um, out there and, and doing things that they're passionate about and they care about. Um, and thank you for, for sharing that perspective too. And thank you for being on today. Cause it's really important to remind ourselves every once in a while, just kind of like take up space, like take yeah. up, take up freaking space. <laughs> yeah. I lo- I mean, and oh my God, thank you for having me. I was so excited that you would even consider having me on. Cause like I said, I, I'm such a fan of yours and your work is absolutely incredible. And I was just like, I was giddy. I was excited <laughs> when I woke up. I hit the gym and I'm like, gotta get ready. And gotta I get, get to, I get to see pod. you. I get to see you in like uh, two hours as well. I know. So, what if we yeah. like don't talk? What if I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks for this morning. And <laughs> we like our, just don't make eye faces. contact. <laughs> <laughs> hide our faces. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was great, right? That okay. was awkward, yeah. huh? Weird. <laughs> no, we got to, we got to get dinner while we're, while we're down here in Newport Beach. And, and, and it's for work. You know, we got to spy and figure out um, some light stalking. Some, some light stalking. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have some dinner and then some light stalking. Yes. Yeah. You know, for dessert. <laughs> a little light stalking for dessert. I always, joke my readers know and my my listeners all know I always joke I'm like I'm a lurker like that's what I do I lurk and so when I find these tidbits or news items or at the combine or um like any of these places where lurking is encouraged um that I'm always kind of like this is what I learned when I was lurking here and when I was lurking there and now it's oh funny people say it like are, are you gonna lurk over there I need gonna- to learn how to lurk because I think I'm way too out there like somewhat you know of course a lot of comments on the video because coming from the main Rams account you're gonna get those types of trolls and I know you've tried to say goodbye to me like 10 times and I'm really sorry <laughs> but like <laughs> no stay when, on um, I'll, I'll go to practice you just keep talking <laughs> <laughs> yeah we gotta go but um when when someone you know the comments who like who is this like who is this or whatever 
whatever. And so, you know, you say you're a lurker. I freaking answer. I like wrote back to one guy and I was like, your worst nightmare. Like oh, I saw LFG that. Rams. I like, loved it. I and I'm way too brazen and without without reason to be so. So I would love to read your notes on lurking and maybe I could <laughs> learn how to lurk a little bit better because I'm just gonna be right out there and be like, who are you? Okay, but who's your mom? Like lurk in a different area than I'm lurking. If you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could. Yeah, I will. It's like Don't there's worry. some etiquette there, you know? Yeah. Like there's some Yeah, that's your lurk spot. I'll, I'll chill over here. <laughs> she is Erica Tamposi, a.k.a. I love saying this. I'm sorry. Ricky Hollywood. I love saying yeah, it. I, I, I kind of channel hands this a little bit. I feel like when I say it, yeah. like I start to like, I can feel my head just sort of get a little bit, you know, like more. Do you see the, the, the quaff the is hair. coming in? Yep. Yeah. You know, so yep. I feel a little more polished <laughs> having said it, but um, she is Ricky Hollywood. She is Erica Tamposi. You guys make sure you're following along. Super stoked to see what she does this year. Creatively, multimedia, everything. She's going to have her hands on all facets of that. And it's going to be awesome. Thank you so much for being on today. Oh my God, thank you. 